I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to... The Monster Cast. Episode 32, man. Welcome back, everybody, to the MonsterCast, the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. How you doing today, Tivis? Well, you know, we both got a haircut. We're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife wanted me to cut a little bit more off the top, but um, that's not going to happen right now. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'm realizing my audio is really low, so I'm trying to turn it up a little bit for everybody. So hopefully it doesn't uh, go too AWOL on everyone there. Mike is in a new location, which is hard for a producer. Yeah, I'm in the Munster's house, man. Like, we got Kitty right behind me if anyone's watching the video and stuff. So, um, yeah, I have some guests uh, visiting this week. So I, I was like, ah, I'll go somewhere else remote and uh, record. So, yeah. So if I'm really echoey, I apologize and everything in advance, everybody. So um, with that said, uh, we should get the other dirty work out of the way since my audio is really dirty. Um, if you guys would like, you can uh, follow the MonsterCast on all social medias at uh, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And then we are also on YouTube where That's you can see our pretty socials. ugly faces via the MonsterCast YouTube channel. And then uh, if you want, you can also email us questions, um, topics, uh, if you want to be a guest, if you want to tell us your stories about the Munsters, all that fun stuff, you can email it to themunstercast.outlook.com. And uh, we appreciate every email that comes through, um, regardless of what it is. Uh, Munsters related, of course. <laughs> well, when you're setting up our Periscope. Oh, what? When are you setting up our Periscope? What's Periscope? I honestly uh, don't know. Dead I'm a boomer. social media. It's basically like the the Snapchat uh, mixed with um, uh, fuck. I forgot what it's called. Vine. Vine. <laughs> Vine. <laughs> I'm gonna go the old one because I'm old. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It it was popular for like a year or two. Like. Back in 2017, I want to say it was dumb. It's okay. like, hey, I'm going to upload like this 10 second clip of whatever I'm doing. And if you don't watch it in like so long, uh, many days, it's gone forever. Okay. Yeah. Some amalgamation of like Vine and tic- or TikTok and uh, Snapchat is what a lot of the younger audiences know. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, if you guys want to do that, you can definitely email us at themonstercastoutlook.com and definitely find us on the social medias where we're posting all different types of uh, posts, uh, monster related, of course. And then um, if you do, please uh, like our show, um, follow us wherever you're listening or subscribe, watching. rate. Yeah, subscribe, rate, leave us some uh, reviews and comments because it really does help in the end. And then, mm-hmm. as Tivis said, tell a friend um, because it beats the algorithms that are working against us because of our name. Yep. <laughs> Not only that, you know, uh, smaller, smaller uh, 
niche products, I guess you would say, as like everyone wants to consider the Munsters a small thing. Um, unfortunately, it'll help the Munsters just go up in every every area of it. And this one thing I'm really happy with the Rob Zombie film is like it, we're getting more Munsters tags and stuff like that on Google and all that. So that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy. More Munster stuff in general. Bring it on. Okay. There you go. You brought it out of the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, what do we want to start with today, my man? Uh, well, you actually brought me a couple of interesting things this week. Um, OK. The Cheerios commercial that you sent me yeah. was real cool. Uh, did you share that to the Facebook page yet? I did not. No, I did not. So right, it'll well, probably be that. shared by the time this episode drops. Yeah. Uh, it's basically just a bunch of clips from the actual show mixed in with some original footage of uh, uh, Butch handing Fred a box of Cheerios and, mm-hmm. you know, Herman eating it. It, it. It's cool, though. I like seeing old commercials like that. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one, which was something I actually knew about and forgot. Yeah. <laughs> The Waynes were supposed to be directing this movie. Yeah, the Waynes brothers um, were supposed to go. They weren't supposed to direct this movie that's coming out, but they they had the opportunity well, the, to the create. The next Monsters movie. Yeah, well, and it was before the 2012 one, too. Um, that ended up being the li- the TV oh, one. That weird yeah. pilot. Um, so it was, it, yeah, I found that article because I was just like surfing the web and everything. It's like. Wayne's brothers like you know Sean and Marlon like really like <laughs> and, and it, it came, popped up and I was like oh that's really cool and uh, so I dropped it to Tivis and he's like dude you just gave me a flashback of like 2004 <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so they were supposed to actually do a, a film or a TV adaptation I'm not exactly sure what their their plans were uh, back in 2004 so I'm yeah, interested I've, what it would have been like yeah I'm thinking the same thing I'm uh, you know, let us know. would would any of you have liked to have seen what the Waynes would do with these characters? Because I mean, you know, I I'm I'm a big fan of comedy, yeah, in general. So I'm I'm curious, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I still always remember like flashback to uh, the George Lopez show where they like played around with the characters lightly. I just watched that again last night. Yeah. Or not last night, but on Monday with my and wife. <laughs> what do you know? What episode that was, or what season? So we can tell the audience if they have not seen it. I'll look it up real quick. But okay. uh, now that she's seen a couple episodes with the monsters, uh-huh. uh, she's uh, she she can appreciate a little bit more with how accurate. Like, oh my god, especially uh, uh, the actress that plays George's mom as. Oh yeah, uh, Grandpa. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, it's one of their Halloween. Uh, yeah, the Halloween special. Leave it to Lopez. Let's see. It's from 2004. Uh, season four, episode five. Okay. Yeah. So if you guys haven't yeah. seen that one, it's actually a pretty cool. Um, like it's like a dream sequence slash uh, homage to the monsters, which is really cool. So yeah, uh, I and enjoyed the clips it. On, uh, yeah. The, the clip is on YouTube, but the entire yeah. episode is pretty because they go through a bunch of different um, shows, uh, yeah. sitcoms that George enjoyed as a child. Yeah, it, it was basically WandaVision before WandaVision. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> the, I will let you know the tone like 
the actual story to the episode is a bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still cool to see the actors like I, the whole fa- Everyone in it portrays the character so well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's really cool. And then, then the, it, seeing that, too, um, after you've watched the monsters and, and for people who don't necessarily watch the monsters nonstop, if you see that then you really understand why they say like the monsters is a straight up, you know, sitcom because mm-hmm. like a sitcom was able to actually do the monsters and it works. So that's why we say monsters is a sitcom. And, and Herman is like one of America's like best dads out there. I'm going to say, uh, so yeah. yeah. All right. Do you want to dive into uh, the first episode for today? my uh, man? Don't you, Dare do that? She just grabbed my leg. Tivis has cats everywhere. At least my cat is just sitting on the couch right behind me, and it's not moving. (laughs) Kitty. Uh, For people who aren't watching the video, I have a image of the monsters' living room behind me um, right now. So yeah. All right, let's dive into. All right, for (laughs) this first episode, uh, Grandpa's Lost Wife, season two, episode twenty, aired February third, nineteen sixty-six. Uh, written by Doug Tibbles with uh, Norm Liebman and Haas involved. Uh, directed by Ezra Stone again. Uh, well, I, like I said, we're going to be seeing his name a lot as we end the show. That he became like a, a pretty much a staple of mm. this series. Uh, only two guests this week, uh, this episode. I'm still doing 32 episodes and I'm still doing this. Uh, Jane Withers is Pamela Thornton, who we actually met way back in Pike's Peak as Fanny Pike. Okay. Uh, and then we have Douglas Evans as Clarence, who played a handful of roles in Perry Mason, which aired from 57 to 66, Mm -hmm. and was also, uh, Leland Stone in an episode of the Green Hornet, which I gotta mention Green Hornet. Yeah. And those are the (laughs) serials, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Tibbs just got attacked by his cat. Awesome. Um, is that all for the guests then? Yep. All right. So episode 20, Grandpa's Lost Wife, February 3rd, 1966, as Tibbs previously stated. A lady in Sioux City, Iowa, has placed an advertisement offering a reward for the return of her lost husband, Grandpa, who claims to have never seen the woman before in his life. All 400 and some years of his life almost. No, 350 some years, I think he said. Yeah, I have the exact number somewhere in here. Yeah. Um, And it's funny because I was watching this episode and I was like, wait, we watched this episode. And then I realized, oh, no, I just watched this episode like a couple weeks ago on like me TV or something like that. It just popped on. So I was like, Mike's watching ahead. (laughs) Whatever comes on TV, I just watch it in. Um, so yeah, and uh, my kid actually uh watched both of these episodes with me, my oldest, so that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, my wife watched the last half of the second episode with me, <laughs> yeah. All right, so, uh, let's dive right, on let's... in, man, because I actually really enjoyed uh, enjoyed this one. A little bit of a spoiler there, man, <laughs> yeah. Well, so we open on Herman talking Changed about killing someone. <laughs> With piano wire. Uh, and he's in bed, I'll add. It's it's clear to me. I know what they're going for, but it's clear that he's reading something. Mm-hmm. 
And it turns out to be Shocking Detective Magazine. And it eventually ends in a cliffhanger. And he's very upset that he has to but wait till next week's issue to continue the story. I do. What, I do have to point out, though, man, the instrumentals they were playing as he was doing like the quote unquote monologue, mm-hmm. a.k.a. reading from the pages. Um, it was really cool because I enjoyed it because it was like setting you up like, you know, they're supposed to try and fake you out for what was going on. But I thought that the instrumentals playing at that exact time were just perfect for this moment. And especially for the camera angle we had on Herman, because they do this close, tight up angle. So you don't see the magazine. No. What? I'm just going to get a picture of this cat to share on Instagram. because <laughs> She's like rolling around on my vent to get the AC. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I, no, it was. It's an interesting opening. Yeah. it's because like, we've known from experience. Herman doesn't mind talking about killing someone. Yeah, <laughs> but with piano wire it was a bit much. So, yeah, uh, he hits a, the end of the story in the cliffhanger, and, and I actually curious too because in the 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 story he's reading, the person says, "I'll kill him. I'll kill him. I'll kill him." <laughs> So I'm wondering if that's where Herman picked it up from, like from it his could stories. Be, yeah, we know he's an impressionable 150 year old man, uh, man child. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when he hits this cliffhanger, he throws a little temper tantrum in bed and it wakes Lily up next to him. Uh, I just now that we were just talking about the George Lopez, I want to say it like he does. In the, Lily. <laughs> yeah uh but uh she's like will you stop it i'm trying to sleep he's like all right i'll go check the missing persons uh section and then she just goes back to sleep like and throws her head back like she did in the the previous episode where we saw her going to sleep (laughs) she doesn't have an issue going to sleep which is nice i'm getting old that hurt my neck doing that (laughs) (laughs) oh boy um (sighs) Yeah, he mentions he hopes to one day get rich by thinking on a crook. Yeah. And then he spots one ugly dude with a thousand dollar reward on his head. And he's staring at it. He's staring at it. And he's, wait a minute. Then he's like, hey, hey, Lily, hey. (laughs) It just wakes her up again. (laughs) Yeah, which the rest of this scene can. confuses me sorry excuse me (laughs) i got the burps apparently uh he wakes her up to tell her that he has seen a shocking face in the magazine she is upset by being woken up again and tries to tear the magazine from his hands causing him to fall out of bed and she takes it he begins pleading with her don't Don't look at it it's going to upset you (laughs) why did you wake her up (laughs) so she opens it up it's probably one yells. of those. It, it's probably one of those moments, though, where it's like, because I've done that before. I'm like, oh, shit, I gotta tell my wife this, and then I'm after I get her attention. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to tell you what just happened. <laughs> but yeah, oh. so she like screams. Um, yeah, like a did, banshee. <laughs> did you like the fact that the dust cloud when Herman fell out of bed came before he hit the ground? <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, did I see that right? I rewound it to make sure. Um, but yeah, she freaks out and and uh, she just screams and then we cut to credits, right? She didn't faint. It was Herman that fainted. Um, or no, he faints later. Never mind. I'm, I'm think, rethinking. I think we get a close up of the magazine page and then credits. Yeah, then credits. Um, yeah. I have to I say. I don't remember if anyone faints or not. Not in this scene. I don't think so. But I have to say, as far as the intro goes, like before the credits, of course, here, I I like this one. Like, I really thought that this one was the better one for me mm -hmm. uh, with the acting and what was actually going on in the scene and stuff. It's probably one of my favorite uh, intros right now. Yeah, that was a good one. And for anyone who couldn't guess from the synopsis, the images of Grandpa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it but, says he's wanted for one thousand dollars too. So yeah, yeah, which I didn't convert because I was tired. Uh, yeah. And then, um, yeah. then we have the intro or the yeah the intro, and then we go yeah. back into the house. Yeah, we go. We cut to the next morning where Herman is sealing an envelope while singing to himself. Now Lily's like, "Hey, well, why are you in such a good mood?" Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn grandpa in, basically. <laughs> like, I'm selling out my rotten old father-in-law. <laughs> the look on her face. <laughs> Herman. <laughs> and the fact that she goes and is like, what would he do? You know, if, if, if it was in the reverse, grandpa wouldn't turn you. I'm like, grandpa would totally turn him in still to this day. Regardless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's. Like, well, I'm going to send it to the letter who's uh, <laughs> and uh, to the woman looking for him. And then I'm going to tell her to come get him and bring the money. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Grandpa would never turn her, uh, you in to get a thousand dollars. And <laughs> no, no, no. Remember after our wedding, when he asked if I wanted to donate to a hospital, two people showed up with a wagon to collect me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, as one does with family, she brushes him off, uh, which is, you know, natural. She says something and I'm just like, wait, it, really? Y'all just said that? Yeah, she something about like a, something about they don't want some prefabricated guy marrying in the royalty. Yeah. So clearly they're royalty. Um, yeah. Well, they're they're Dracula's. They're Dracula's. Yeah. And but they call them prefabricated. Pre so I'm just like, wow, that's that has to be an insult to him. Like, <laughs> like what a jerk. Oh, it's crazy. Because um, I could just yeah. imagine it like nowadays, like, you know, I don't want you marrying my daughter because you're, you know, a bum or whatever, basically. So I'm like prefabricated. OK, that's mean. Didn't grandpa help create him, though? supposedly yeah that's what it seems like to it a lot so herman eventually relents he's like hey i won't send it and then lily gets a worried look on her face did grandpa do something horrible to this woman yeah <laughs> now herman's curious because you know how he is yeah uh <laughs> we get another instance of hey let's ambush this character but we're gonna be subtle about it kind of like what they did with eddie and it worked out so well 
<laughs> and Herman's like, I promise I'll be triple subtle. Yeah. Then we go to dinner. Yeah. Or is it dinner or breakfast? No, it was dinner. It, it's it was dinner. dinner Cause yeah. it was like burning sticks of food on, or food on swords. Yeah. Because yet again, the monsters made the women make the food and bring it to them. <laughs> I'm shocked. They came out with flames. <laughs> Yeah, it was really this cool show- to see the uh, the sword kebabs, the kebabs yeah. on the sword, which is re- really cool. But yeah, they actually come out with flames. And I'm like, they they got really close to Fred. And I'm like, he's got to be wearing good. a ton of latex, bro. That can't be safe at all. <laughs> Everything about this show just looks flammable. <laughs> right. And yet they continue to mess with fire. That's how you know it's real, my man. Oh, man. I can't. We need to get, but we need someone, Butch, anyone who worked on that episode that where they caught the set on fire. <laughs> I need to know if that was on purpose or not. Oh, it's stuck with me this whole time. I need to know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. <laughs> Lily remarks about being glad that they, uh, they live in this big, wonderful country. Yeah. Uh, Herman then says, speaking of this big, wonderful country, when was the last time you were in uh, <laughs> Sioux City? Yeah. <laughs> what? Just right like, to wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and like Al does such a great job in this. Yeah. Because he plays it off like you can't tell if he's lying or genuinely can't remember Right. And he's like, he doesn't know anything, honestly. And it's it makes sense with this character because, I mean, crap, he made the one potion and forgot exactly what was in it, like, literally a day later. So how are you going to remember if you have a wife in Sioux City, which, you mm-hmm. know, lawsuit city, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when he says this, Lily, like, looks at him like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and... I forget, like, Herman asks a, second, a follow-up question, and she, like, elbows him. He like, asks, shut um, up. He asks, he just continues to ask. He's like, so have you ever been to, you know, Iowa, Sioux City? He can't yeah. continually says Sioux City, and she's just like, what the hell are you doing? Like, calm down for a second. Let us, let's get <laughs> subtle, man, subtle. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, Grandpa begins eating the sword. Uh, yeah. But it's too rare for him. So he tries the second one and that one's just right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he loves a good. Uh, it, it, it makes sense. The, barbecued sword or something like that. Yeah. Like a uh, a just right, uh, like well rare, well, mm. something like that sword. Um, it makes sense, though, because we have previously seen Grandpa loves eating his nails. Um, so yeah. and Eddie's nails, apparently, too, because he eats Eddie's nails. Yeah, it, I don't understand not, where where Dracula's and metal eating metal comes that's from. That's what I was going to ask. Is that uh, <laughs> is that some vampire lore I don't know about? I, I don't know, man. Um, you think Eddie would be cautious about it, because what if he eats a silver nail, something made of silver? him being part werewolf yeah yeah he should be very cautious well we know grandpa can go out in the sun 
Mm. And I know that's a thing that Dracula can do in some stories, but yeah, maybe the same, you know, the uh, the folk t- uh, or folklore or whatever, mm. what a myth uh, weaknesses don't actually exist in this. Yeah, maybe. Because Lily maybe- also goes out in the sun and she's not. Well, she is a Dracula, though. I don't know. Yeah. Could Dracula's kids go out in the sun in the stories? W- in the stories? Yeah. Doesn't he have two kids? Like, are you talking like the daughters of Dracula type thing? Where like, or like the, the ones that are actually like almost like... I don't want to say blood related, but (laughs) biologically his. Biologically. Yeah. I thought he had kids in one of the many, many, many many stories. Yeah. There's so many of them out there. I don't know, man. Blade can walk out in the sunlight. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Blade is already proven too. All we have to do is put sunscreen on. They're perfectly fine. <laughs> SBF file. Maybe that's why Grandpa's so pale. It's just a crap load of sun's block every day. Oh, you just You just took me on such a tangent in my head, dude. <laughs> Do you remember those old radio commercials? You know, here's to you. Uh real men of genius. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like SBF five hundred guy. There's twenty four <laughs> hours in a day. You're good for six of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So let's dive back into this. (laughs) Yeah. So Herman's on the phone. Mm -hmm. Uh, They called the woman to find out what happened. And Lily's like, look, you you need to actually be subtle this time. Don't let on that we know where he is. Yeah. And don't mess up this time. And, she and don't mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> or don't uh, uh oh, they say something specific. It's not mess up, but don't like don't goof it up. Don't goof it up. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. it was. Don't goof it she, up this time. She gets real nasty when she says it too. And the fact mm-hmm. that she like fists at him, like I'm like, man, Herman, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so her Herman gets on the phone with her. They're the little we only get one side of the conversation He's like, so if I was the guy you were looking for, which I'm not, but if I was what, but I'm not, you know, just so we're clear, yeah. but if I was it, for the last time, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> He's like, uh, uh. The, the fact that he also he also goes and says, yeah, this is Herman. I mean, and then he changes his name. <laughs> to- <laughs> yeah, uh, he goes. Can you repeat that last bit? <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Then just straight up hangs up on her. He's like, he's like, that's that's what I thought you said. Yep. And yeah. hangs the phone up. <laughs> he's like, uh, that's his wife. And then he. Pa- this is when we get someone passing yeah, out. Yeah. This is when Herman passes out right there. Which I don't understand why Herman passes out just because Grandpa's married. Like we know Grandpa's been married like a hundred times. Yeah. So. I don't understand why he passed out. I wouldn't expect it more from Lily, honestly, to pass out. Oh, boy. I'm, I made another giant paragraph in my notes. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole family confronts Grandpa, who is outraged by somebody claiming to be his wife in S- Sioux City. Uh-huh. Uh, Herman 
begins naming off a bunch of other cities. And he's like, do you have a wife here? 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 And eventually, Grandpa's like, I don't know. <laughs> so, we he's <laughs> maybe he has one buried in every state. <laughs> well, this is where I'm starting to think is maybe maybe we were wrong in assuming that he killed all those wives. Um, maybe he's just a deadbeat who ups and leaves, <laughs> <laughs> just walks out on them. Yeah, no divorce or nothing, just walks out. Yeah, well, we know he doesn't believe in divorce, right? Oh, that's <laughs> even worse. Just kill him, yeah. man. <laughs> I, oh, someone's I, gonna clip that. <laughs> That's someone's gonna be me. Uh, so, <laughs> so Lily's like, "What do you mean you don't know?" He's like, I, "I'm pretty sure. You know, I've been married a lot, and mm. I'm 378 years old, so I I do tend to outlive a few of them." Yeah, which is kind of sad. And he sounds kind of sad when he says it like, oh, man, maybe uh, maybe we've been so wrong about grandpa this whole time. And he's just misunderstood and lonely. No, 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 no. He's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so Herman's like, if he doesn't know. Oh. Go on. I forgot to put the quote here. <laughs> for, oh, for when? No, I didn't. I just scrolled past it in my notes and it's okay. hidden. Uh, Herman demands to know what Grandpa was doing on August the 12th. Grandpa, what does that have like, to do with anything? Yeah, he's like, what? The <laughs> I don't know. It's, I like the sound of it on Perry Mason. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> this is when Lily asks... Uh, or says that he didn't give or send the leather out. Correct. Right well, after that. First of all, uh, grandpa scared this woman. No, uh, like, does she know where I live? And then he's like, yeah, th- yeah. He's like, did you send that letter? He's like, no, I'm not stupid. Yeah. You'd hurt me. Which in defense <laughs> of Herman, we find out he did not. No, no, because they, uh, <laughs> they're going this back and forth and the look on grandpa's face. He, he eventually says, what letter? <laughs> and he's just like, well, I was going to send. And he's like, Herman, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> they rush over to the table where it was he's, laying and start. Well, Grandpa goes and puts his hand out. And he's like, give it to me. I want the leather. I'm going to burn it right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> or else I'm going through the ceiling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's so like they rush over to their coffee table, start throwing everything desk, off yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's right. It's a desk. Yep. Uh and dumping out all of the the drawers as Eddie comes in and says, What are you guys doing? We're looking for a letter that I was gonna rat grandpa or get <laughs> grandpa in a lot of trouble. So that one to the lady in Sioux City? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just mailed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. If you just mailed it, go down to the post office and ask for it back. Just go. Right. Uh, and right after <laughs> that, the grandpa just like looks and then just flies up through the uh, roof. He, <laughs> he gives Herman a look of pure fury. <laughs> That's not Herman's fault, though. I mean, what kid actually would just grab a leather and mail it off without asking? <laughs> like, 
this is why that, I think I think I truly think that Eddie is not just like a ten year old boy. I think that he's like fifty years old. He yeah, just he, ages he, he, slower. Ages like Grogu. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but not only does Grandpa go through the ceiling, Lily is staring daggers through Herman, which he didn't mail it. Yeah, yeah. But he thought about it, and therefore it happened. Therefore, it's his fault because you know he's the husband. Well, why didn't you take care of the letter then? <laughs> right. Yeah, there's how many people in this house? Two of you knew about it. Neither one of you did anything with it. Yeah. So, uh, Grandpa's like staring at we. There's some kind of time jump here because there's no way this is the next day. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's probably like a week takes, or so ago. Or a week yeah. or so later. Yeah. Uh, but Grandpa's like staring out the windows. Oh, she could show up any second. Marilyn's like, hey, maybe your wife won't even turn up. And he's don't call that woman my wife. <laughs> he's like, he doesn't even know what age. she looks like either, too, which is interesting. Like, he's just like, nope. nope. Yeah. At my age, I don't want to meet a wife. I have to be introdu- introduced to, <laughs> which I thought was a great line. Yeah. Uh, and then we find out the whole family's just sitting there staring at him to look out the window. Well, he's, mm-hmm. Hey, Hermit, can you calm him down? So he goes over to Grandpa. He's, Look, if this woman does show up, I'm going to stick by you like glue. Yeah. And then Grandpa's like, there's a car pulling up and a woman getting out. <laughs> Every man for himself. <laughs> and the two of them they like bolts. race and bump into each other on their way to the trap door. <laughs> yeah. They just like both get up and bolt. Jeez. <laughs> um, so then uh, we get uh, Lily answers the door to this mm-hmm. l- random lady who comes on in and she's like looking around and she's kind of like looking in somewhat disgust, but not like necessarily showing it 100%. Where yeah, she's she doesn't like, really take a lot of uh, uh, react to a lot yeah. of the house. Uh, yeah, so they lead her to the, the living room. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, hey, uh, where's my long lost husband? And this is when Eddie, <laughs> Eddie gets introduced <laughs> to his possible grandma. Yeah. <laughs> grandpa isn't around. She turns... <laughs> she gets emotional are you my grandson come give uh, I forget what she calls herself a hug Eddie Eddie flips shit it screams like a a (laughs) madman and runs away what the (laughs) this is weird I laughed way too I I called my wife in to replay this scene and she looks at me she's like why are you laughing so hard I'm like I can't explain it it's just so weird yeah there was a few scenes in here where i just like broke down laughing i was like wow (laughs) give me a hug (sighs) (laughs) yeah um and then um (laughs) she goes on it's just like well where's my husband like you know where you know where's grandpa basically after this though there's there's a really great um uh, facial acting from uh, Yvonne. Yeah, and she's like yeah. she tells Pamela. We find out that her name's Pamela Thornton, by the way. Uh, 
She's yep. like, uh, he he acts like that with new people. And she looks at Marilyn like, what the hell was that about? <laughs> <laughs> so nobody expected this from Eddie at all. And I'm actually wondering if it was if he was supposed to be that like hyperbolic when he did it or if Butch just was like, eh. What are they going to do? Make me redo it? <laughs> and, then, and then just like went AWOL. And they left it in because it was so funny. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Uh, it makes sense, though, too, for the character because he hasn't had a grandma that we know of. Yeah, other than the giant Tess, uh, you know, yeah. girdle in the attic. Yeah. Within this series, I should say, he hasn't had a grandma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. I can't. I don't know why it's funny to me either, but it just makes me laugh so much. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, yeah, she begins asking, you know, so where's my husband? And I think at this point, Herman and Grandpa, like, kind of... They're creeping up. Open. Yeah. yeah, they're, like, listening in from the trap door. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Lily and Marilyn, you know... They begin talking down grandpa like, well, why would you want to be married to him? You know, he's he's such a terrible guy. And Liz, like, you know, those fangs he's proud of. Those are just dentures. <laughs> you get a shot of Herman, like stifling a laugh. Yeah. And Chris, they don't need to go so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, felt but, bad for grandpa. Uh, most of this episode, like towards the end of this, especially. <laughs> Yeah, this is like one of those um, episodes where you find out that the guy who is generally, you know, an a-hole actually is just sad inside. Yeah. And he's it makes you feel a little bad. And then you remember sad. he still acts like an a-hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no excuse for that. Don't be that. Eh? <laughs> so, so she basically just demands to see her husband, though. Yeah, she turns real nasty. She just getting nasty and mean, and then um, she leaves. She up and leaves. She says, "You guys like so long to show me my husband or whatever." Yeah, well, the kid gloves come off. Yeah, and then cut to, uh, (laughs) I believe, I believe it's the next day, the next shot, anyways. Yeah, where um, they're reading like the legal notice or whatnot, the legal Mm -hmm. document. Uh, saying, hey, you need to, you know, bring this person here. Uh, yeah. I think they even we say need- Sam Dracula on it. Yeah. They're like, the Count, a.k.a. Sam Dracula. Yeah. Uh, Which- and if he does not appear, uh, you're going to be sued <laughs> or prosecuted or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the fullest extent of the state. Yeah. And then uh, where do we go from there, Tivis? And Marilyn's like, well, what are you going to do now, Grandpa? And Grandpa's, I'm going to that hotel and figuring this shit out. <laughs> so, yeah, because it is a hotel. I, I forgot about that. Because yeah, because she's, she's from, visiting uh, from Indiana. Sue. Yeah. So Iowa. Iowa. Thank you. There's another episode that deals with Indiana. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so... We cut to the hotel, and it's clearly the same set they used when the family went there to get out of their house when yeah. they rented it out. Yeah, where they Airbnb their house mm-hmm. in the 60s. 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, he knocks on the door and she answers and she seems absolutely shocked to see him mm-hmm. and begins like hugging him. I think I have a typo in my notes. I have hubbing. <laughs> yeah, hugging. It's hugging. Uh, he tells me, he's like, will you stop it? Look, I've never been seeing you before in my life. <laughs> and she's, well, come in and we could talk about it over some champagne. Yeah. Dracula's don't drink f- wine. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, I am not your husband. <laughs> Yeah, she does not want to accept it. And then she, she, this chick really lays into Grandpa about like what they had, what they did. Like, Mm -hmm. we had a yacht. And Grandpa's like, a yacht? Me? She's (laughs) like, you you don't remember our marriage? No. The strolls around the lake? No. (laughs) Uh, That we would take a yacht out from midnight cruises? Yacht. He's like, we would go across the lake to the country club to eat. And at this point, he looks a little offended to be part of a country club. Like, yeah. what? And she's like, well, what about our 400 acre estate with our own stable of 52 horses? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about that? He's like, uh, <clears throat> you look so charming in that $10,000 Stutz bear cat. Yeah. He's like. I had that. <laughs> He's, like, He's like me. Well, yeah. Well, why don't you keep going? Maybe it'll come back to me. And he grabs the wine. <laughs> and at this point, she uh, she calls someone out of her bedroom, which it's should her be attorney. giant red flag. It's an attorney. <laughs> it's her attorney. Yeah. yeah, that's what she explained. Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, I need you to sign this." And Grandpa's like, "Anything." So he signs it. Then after he signs it, he's like, hey, what did I sign? (laughs) It's a sworn sworn affidavit stating that he is Miss Thornton's husband. Yep. And she's like, and as long as he signed that paper, that's all that counts, which another red flag. I thought it was a play on words for because he's the Count Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so then we go back to grandpa going back to the house and uh, he just heads straight for his room area. Mm -hmm. Well, before he gets home, though, Herman and Lily are talking. He's like, Mm. what if what if he moves in with this woman? And Herman's like, he wouldn't give up his wonderful home life for anything in the world. Yeah. And that's the point when Grandpa comes in and starts in. packing all of his shit. Uh, and Herman's kind of like jesting with him, mm-hmm. like trying to like you know make fun of the whole situation, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, there was a great little back and forth when he first enters too, because he's like, "Hey, what's the fire?" And Grandpa just stops, turns to him, "Shut up, stupid." <laughs> Why? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's like, how to go with the crazy at the hotel? He's like, you watch what you say about my wife. And, you know, Lily and Herman take it as a joke. But then Grandpa comes up with a suitcase. And Mike left me. That's why I'm talking. Uh, 
and says he's going to to live with his uh, rediscovered wife. Uh, Lily asks if he's serious, and Grandpa says it wouldn't be fair to them to have such a a rich aristocrat living around the place. It would make them all feel inferior. I feel like I really should have Mike here to go back and yeah, forth on that yeah, line. Yeah, go on. All right. I'm listening. Oh, did you? So what do you think about the fact that they don't, they shouldn't have a rich aristocrat living there to make them feel inferior? Um, <laughs> this is it's so confusing, too, because Grandpa, as we've seen in previous episodes, seems like he's kind of against those type of uh, people in a way. <laughs> um, especially as we saw like with um, him doing like well, the... Well, we know that he's very money hungry he, though. He always had yeah, a guard watching is. their vault and he's always trying to invent something new to get rich quick. That's called being an entrepreneur. <laughs> Are we sure he's not a dragon? <laughs> a dragon? Yeah, because the they have uh oh they like to keep their money and their treasure of gold and yeah. stuff yeah yeah uh, maybe he's kind of <laughs> short he's more like a leprechaun <laughs> <laughs> oh i think that's just being next to fred anyone looks that way <laughs> <laughs> right oh yeah no it's grandpa was a dick here <laughs> <laughs> I just love though he seems to be back to normal. He's, Shut up, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? And he's just like, I'm leaving, and he has his bag. Like he packed the suitcase really fast. Like I'm like, Grandpa, you have a whole like layer of stuff. Why? Why wouldn't you just take that with you too? Just one yeah. suitcase. Yeah, a whole lab. Yeah, a whole lab. So with a new new room as well. Yeah. Uh torture room too, wasn't it? it well, it just, Herman called it the fun room. So it's his fifty shades of gray room, okay? We got it. <laughs> so now we're back at the hotel and grandpa's excited to start his new life with Pamela. Yeah. Uh he knocks su- on her door. Oh, go on. What? Go on. Okay. Excuse me. And she she's like who is this stranger at my door? And he's, wait, what? It's your husband. Hey, it's me. It's your, yeah, it's your husband. He's like, oh, I just, er, I just needed to prove that I was married to get an inheritance. And yeah. He's like, he actually looks really upset by this. Well, that's because he wanted the money life. <laughs> like, he didn't give a yeah. crap about like the quote unquote love relationship or whatnot. It was all about the money for him. And She's like, I'm actually really surprised <sighs> because they pulled this gag off. The the lady did in the show that mm-hmm. she stuck around <laughs> as long as she did. I guess unless it's yeah. supposed to be the same day. I guess. Yeah, that, I think the, it's same day. Okay. Uh, and. She's like, look, I saw your photo in an old magic magazine and anyone that <laughs> looking like that should have passed on years ago. Yeah. Uh, he's like, well, thank you for the compliment. But what was it that she had to prove she was married for? I didn't really understand that because she was getting like a money from something because she had to be married. Yeah, there was like a stipulation on an inheritance that she had to be married. So she lied. Yeah. Which, I mean, 
wouldn't the state be looking up you know that's why they had the legal document <laughs> but they'd have to have an actual wedding certificate or like a wedding license and all that stuff uh, uh forged i guess i don't know and then even if so say he does do this okay this is where this whole episode for me kind of like i was just like wait what because, you know, we find out this is all sham just so that she can get money. But he signed a legal document saying he's her husband. So he has all the right to that same money as she would, too. Yeah, technically, they didn't do a prenup. They didn't do a prenup. They didn't, <clears throat> they didn't do a divorce. So he's legally married to this person based on the documents that he signed. Yeah. So, yeah. he's Well, he's like, look, I'm here in Flash not so much blood yeah. so you know we're all good you know we can start our life together <laughs> this is when the attorney joins in which i have a feeling they're a bit more than attorney and client yeah uh especially since he's staying in her bedroom but <laughs> <laughs> uh he's like look we just needed your photo because she thought you know he was already dead. So we were using you to convince that her, the courts that she had a husband mm-hmm. and is now gone. Right. And when she found out that you were real, we needed you to sign these papers. So in other words, get lost bum. <laughs> <laughs> the look on grandpa's face by all this, like why? And I, I feel bad for grandpa that he was used in such an easy way. Yeah. Um, and a horrible way at that, too, because it, but at the same time, I'm like, Grandpa, you're only feeling bad because you wanted the money. <laughs> like that's, yeah. So well, I also go back to the episode where he tries to get a mail order bride. And maybe yeah. he thought, you know, I have someone to spend time with again. Maybe other than, you know, family. <laughs> but I think more so this was more set up of money, money, the money. money and riches. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I think that's what it was. So it's, it's like you feel bad for him, but at the same time, you're like, dude, you were just doing it for the money. <laughs> I will say from here on out, this episode, pure gold. Yeah. <laughs> um, so back at the house, Herman is angrily yelling at Lily, Lily about, I can't stop saying it like George now. Lily. <laughs> uh, about Grandpa. And she's also complaining, which is a first for her. You know, usually she sticks up for him, but she's really hurt that he would run off with some stranger. Mm. At that moment, there's a you know, a little knock on the door. It's the prodigal grandfather. <laughs> Herman begins insulting him and then slams the door in his face. Lily rushes over to open it again, and Grandpa's on his knees at this point, pleading with Herman to forgive him. Yeah. Herman's like, like, no, absolutely not. Grandpa refused to give up, asking how he can leave a poor old man in the snow. Herman's like, the snow? Well, give me a minute. He opens up his cloak, <laughs> and we have a little peek into how he makes it rain and stuff without his machine. Yeah. Because he's got, uh, what, I got... Vials of, like... Fog, dust, fog. hail, rain, smog, and he grabs the one that says snow. Yeah. It tosses this pill into the sky that explodes. A ton of snow starts falling down and jingle bells start playing. Hermione immediately is like, well, it does look very cold out there. Yeah. It, 
Grandpa like crawls inside. Look, please let me come back in. Yeah, Grandpa's basically just begging <laughs> to literally come back to the house. And it's so mm-hmm. it, it's it's like one of those scenes that's like you feel bad for Grandpa the whole time. And yeah. It, it's a whole episode you actually really feel bad for him because he doesn't really he's not really a dick except for like once or twice where usually uh, other episodes he's a dick like to Herman nonstop. Shut up, stupid. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, wow. it's uh, funny. Grant and Herman, when it starts snowing, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's it looks really cold out there. <laughs> yeah. And so go on. Oh, uh, uh, Herman eventually like relents. He's like, yeah. yeah, come on. You can move back in. And the whole family like gathers to welcome grandpa back into the house. Grandpa like grabs Herman and pulls him aside for a moment. Hey, so I spent too much on my cab fare going to and from the hotel. Can I borrow a fiver until I'm back on my feet? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you money. Uh, you grubbing. <laughs> yeah, free lo- old uh, cobbler. Get out of my house. <laughs> and then she grabs his suitcase and throws it out after him. <laughs> like, just not having any of it. It's funny, though, because <sighs> like the whole family was gathering around for grandpa to show up. Like grandpa's only been gone for like an hour, maybe. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know why it's like such a big deal. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then uh, Lily is like, looks just like freaking like crazy. Like she looks sad and confused that grandpa just got thrown out again. <laughs> yeah. And we have a little bit of a cut to later that night. Yep. Cause both Herman and Lily are in their nightwear. Yep. They're both standing in front of the door. Lily's like, when are you going to let grandpa back in? It was a, when he feels bad about his actions, which good <laughs> luck, Herman. He's like, I can hear grandpa talking to himself outside. <laughs> yeah. After what he's done to me, I'll just have to kill him. I must have my revenge. Yes. He's cast me aside like an old shoe, but I will have his head for this. His, his head, head I say. Herman's like, he's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. He's going to take my head off. My father-in-law is going to cut my head off. <laughs> he hides behind Lily as she opens the door. <laughs> he's like, why? What are you doing out there, old man? Now, he's just reading the new Shocking Detective magazine. Yeah. I, was, I knew it the whole time. He passes out into the snow because <laughs> it's still snowing. Yeah. That's how we end the episode. Yep. That's pretty cool. Um. And I mean, you could tell kind of like because they do sort of the same close up to grandpa before they do the mm-hmm. reveal as they did with Herman at the beginning. So you kind of knew where it was going with it. Um, yeah. But it was fun. It was fun, man. Uh, what did you think of the episode all together? Because I have a. I a thought this was a paragraph. fun one. You what? I thought this was a fun one yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. And it's just there's a lot of dumb moments in it. That mm-hmm. just made me laugh way more than I probably should have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's for me, like, I really enjoyed the acting in this episode. Like, I, I thought it was pretty top notch for them as from uh, everything that we've seen, honestly, because we're seeing a lot more um, elements to the family, too, with their interactions and stuff with like 
Herman actually being the head of the household in this episode, like you're clearly setting the tone that Herman <clears throat> is in charge here with him kicking Grandpa out. <laughs> and Lily can't do nothing about it. But then you also have like, you know, Grandpa's out in the cold for once because of his greed. So, you know, when you're too greedy, sometimes, you know, bad things can happen to you. Which uh, was nice to to see them. I think that's the moral of the story, right? <laughs> could be. Yeah, it's one you could take away from it. Greed. Greed is the moral of the story because the woman is greedy. And that's why she's lying to try and get money. Grandpa was greedy. So him his greed almost drove him to be homeless. You know. I Herman, just love Herman it. was greedy too at the beginning, remember? Because he wanted a thousand dollars as well. Yeah, yeah, so he was gonna sell grandpa out. I, I feel that greed is is like the running thing in this entire episode. And it's pretty cool to to see that. And and like I said, the acting all around with the family was great in this episode. We got a lot more in it. Actually, the next episode we're gonna get into, we get some pretty cool acting from Marilyn as well. Um, for like yeah. one scene, unfortunately, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was pretty top notch. We got to see really different, um, different facial reactions. I want to say from like Lily and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it was yeah, cool. Yvonne had a lot of great, like, uh, yeah, emotes in this. Yeah. A lot of different emotional, like, or, or like you said, emotes. And then um, the way that they maneuvered around the house in this episode, like going from the couch to the desk and stuff like that, and like doing the different comedic um, elements in this episode were a lot different than what we've seen thus far throughout every other episode, I think. Mm -hmm. And it it wasn't necessarily like a one-sided heavy, it wasn't like a Herman grandpa heavy episode either. It was like everybody almost got a turn. Except for yeah, Marilyn. Yeah. She was in it for a, a bit. Yeah. Sadly. So. But I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I really had fun with this one. I got a couple pieces of trivia here. Okay. Uh, Shocking Detective is uh, more than likely based on Startling Detective magazine. Mm-hmm. And also, if Grandpa is 378 in 1966, that means he was born in 1588. Okay. So, he's not as old as the legend of Dracula. Uh, Isn't he supposed to be like Dracula's kid or grandson or something? Didn't they say that in an early episode? I don't recall. Uh, I know that he's not supposed to be the original one, which is... He's not supposed well, to be Vlad. Yeah. Yeah, he's related to him somehow. Okay. All right, so let's jump into the... Well, hang on. Before we get into the second one... Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a new... Email. We are already an hour in. I know. <laughs> Did we, is but, it just new just now? No. Okay. Uh, so Chelsea asked us about some of the uh, 
the, the outdated jokes that uh, people make and stuff mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the monsters being, you know, hillbillies and stuff. And which I've never actually heard of the monsters being called hillbillies. This is the first that yeah. was brought to my knowledge when Chelsea did email us. Yeah, I could say I have not heard that. And I do not know where. Like if people are saying that, I don't know where they're getting it from because not at all. At um, all. They clearly don't know what a hillbilly is. And first of all, <laughs> yeah, I have families that are hillbillies, rednecks, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like I may have said before, I got a grandma from Kentucky and a grandpa from West Virginia. So I <laughs> like we've said this previously, though, like uh, at least I feel the Munsters are just the working class. Like Herman's constantly working. Mm-hmm. They're working class family of immigrants. That's what they are. I don't think yeah. that you can categorize that in any way as a quote unquote hillbilly, you know. So I don't know where that comes from. Um <laughs> I'm sure it's probably like people on Reddit or some shit like that that say stuff. Yeah. There's always going to be people out there that are saying negative things, unfortunately, about every Mm. franchise, every product, just because, you know, they don't want to uh, accept that it exists. (laughs) I guess I don't even know how to say that. Um, I did email Chelsea back uh, uh, for several of the things. um, I know. I I just gave her some discussion. But yeah, give your thoughts, man. Uh, and as far as you know uh, the whole maryland stuff i it it sucks that they're kind of mean to her i mean they take care of her they love her we've seen that a lot mm-hmm. and i'm annoyed with the show creators for not giving maryland enough spotlight yeah. uh but yeah. you know i don't it's- it's it's just it's the, the whole 60s thing. I mean, Yvonne doesn't get a lot of spotlight either, which is yeah unfortunate because she is very like her name is big, big around the time of the show. Yeah. Uh, coming off of the Ten Commandments and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> but as far as how dated the show is now, it, it's just as dated as Adams, I Dream of Genie, all that stuff that. Anyone who's saying this show looks older than any of those is, has either never seen any of the others or haven't seen this show. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So those are just my quick thoughts in between. Okay. All right, so let's quickly jump into the Fergozy Emerald. Dun, 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 dun. This should be a fast See, one. Yeah. Season two, episode 21, February 10th, 1966, written by Richard Bauer with Norm Liebman and Haas. Directed by Ezra Stone. Imagine mm-hmm. that. Uh, guess this time we have Louise Glenn as the telephone operator. Uh, she played Selma Yozarian in Don't Call Me Charlie from 62 to 63. And excuse me, Gladys in the Roaring Twenties from 60 to 62. Uh, Joan Swift as the first secretary. Might I add, they have these in the correct order for the first time in these credits. Um, first comes before second. But she played a handful of characters, including Joan uh, Cosgrove in The Lucy Show from 66 to 68. And also uh, a Rulen Kirk in Star Trek. Okay. Uh, Marilyn Bell is the second secretary, and this is her only acting credit. 
Paul Reed as Henry J. Fergozzi. Uh, he played uh, Damon Burkhart in the Cara Williams show from 64 to 65 and previously worked with both Fred and Al in Car 54. Where are you? Okay. Synopsis time. Alrighty, so we will jump into episode 21, season 2, The Fergozy Emeralds, February 10th, 1966, as Tivis previously stated. Eddie gives Marilyn the ring that he found in the attic as a birthday present. Grandpa recognizes it as the Fergozy Fregozy Emerald, a centuries-old ring with a Transylvanian curse. Dun, 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 dun. There we go. So we open with Marilyn opening gifts. It's her birthday. Uh, the family, the, the, the logo goes over the family again. Still not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lily got her a silk purse out of a sow's ear. <laughs> Do you know that adage? No, I was trying to figure it out the whole time I was watching that. So there's a proverb, and it's kind of a, a screwed up proverb now, especially since it's so animal active. But you can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear, which is basically means you can't make a quality item out of poor material. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that's the joke in this gift. Gotcha. I don't know how many you're going to get it because that's an extremely old old proverb i think i've heard it from my grandma once <laughs> uh grandpa got her a hairy wallet which is made of imported tarantula skin herman's gift is next uh it's a photo of him for her wallet <laughs> it's a really good photo too yeah it's a great it, promotional shot and, and they even say so um she even says oh this is like the best picture ever He's like, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Then Eddie's. Eddie. Eddie found this ring in the attic. He's like, hey, I couldn't buy anything, but I found this thing that we already owned. You can have it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not mine, but you can have it. <laughs> She's like, oh. oh, you didn't need to spend your allowance money on me. He's like, I didn't. I found it I in for- the attic. <laughs> I forgot that she blows her uncle a kiss. Yeah. As a, you know, thank you. Since, you know, she's way on the other side of the room and can't just go hug him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And he returns it and blows everything off the table and sends a lamp through the window. Uh, I'm sure it smelled wonderful as well. But we get back to this ring. It's her favorite gift so far. And it begins beeping and lighting up. Mm -hmm. And Lily's like, Oh, uh, mm, I don't know. But and grandpa's like, oh, no, <laughs> it's the Fergozy Emerald. And he faints. End of opening. Is this the fastest opening? yet? <laughs> no, the other last episode, last podcast, we had a faster one. All right. Still, because this felt super quick. Yeah. No, it was the one. Um, the ghoul one right no i'm thinking of something else apologies i'm trying to remember which episode we said was the fastest because it was like bam bam and that's it so yeah all right 
Yeah. So uh, Grandpa's passed out on the couch, and Eddie uh, Eddie asks his dad, you know, if this is what they look like down at the parlor. (laughs) More or less, but a little more lifelike. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a great joke. I love that. Cut to uh, Uh, Grandpa waking up. It was like, what? What happened? What? And yeah, like, oh, yeah you, you passed out, old dude. Like, <laughs> no. What? Well, wait, where's Marilyn? She's out with her fourth straight date with Roger Davis. It's looking good. Did she? Where'd she leave the ring? She she left with it. No. Oh no, that ring is guaranteed horrible bad luck for anyone who wears it. Lily is upset, but Herman's like, nah, bullshit. <laughs> no, nah, check out the encyclopedia of voodoo. Herman's like, that is a collection of undocumented dribble. In the year 1623 in Werewolf Junction, Dun- Junction, Werewolf Junction, Transylvania, a curse was placed upon an emerald ring by Duke Ferdinand Fergozzi, a sore loser at love. The ring is known as the Fergozi Emerald, and the Fergozi curse inflicts severe misfortune on whoever may wear it. Grandpa points at the books. It's in black and white. I don't care if it's in blue and green with polka dots. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, so. <laughs> someone starts banging on the door so Herman goes lets him in yep. it's Marilyn who looks like she had the worst day of her life and says she barely made it home this whole sequence with Marilyn is probably one of the best sequences like where we've gotten her to act more and actually like you know mm. do something oh, yeah. I, I have the list the of what happens to her like okay. down but uh, Herman's like did Rogers get fresh with you? And Lily like sits her down on the couch. Like Herman sees, I can't tell if he's worried that something happened or if he's like, did something happen? Yeah. Like, did yeah. You, was it a consensual or not? Is <laughs> basically where yeah. Herman's going. He's <laughs> like, do I have to go kill somebody right now? <laughs> but you know, it, they said her dad. She's like, oh. My day. <laughs> so Roger slammed the door on my skirt, tearing it in half. Then we get into an argument whether we should have the top up or down. And as it came up, uh, my sleeve got caught in it. Then some strange fog starts cropping up from out of nowhere. At this point, Grandpa turns to look at Herman like, mm. <clears throat> yeah, and ruined her new hairdo. Then they decided to never see each other again. Then while she was waiting for a bus to get home, a huge truck splashed mud all over her. She's had a hell of a day. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, you know, what uh, what will go wrong or what can go wrong will go wrong, basically, with her situation. And, and the way she's like saying how these things laid out in it reminds me of like a final destination thing. Like, oh, this had to happen. So this could happen and this could happen <laughs> all at yeah. once. Yeah. All right. And then uh, this is when um, Herman wants. Um, yeah. Oh. He's like, Why don't you go get the girl yeah. a, a hot bat milk? That's what it was. A bat milk. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I always forget. Let's bat get milk. into this. Take that ring off immediately. And then 
like it's cursed. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 it's coincidence. I'm going to prove it when I prove to you that nothing bad happens to her tomorrow. <laughs> and Lily's like, her? What do you mean her? <laughs> <laughs> I love that Herman sets her ass up. He's just like, and she's like, wait, what do you mean her? Like she gives him that like quick uh, eyeball it, look. <laughs> it, uh, it sets up a great joke later in the episode, but the next day we yeah. see Lily wearing the ring as she's doing something over a boiling pot that I, it, it turns out to be oatmeal, mm-hmm. but I, it looks like she's just washing towels or something at first. Excuse me. But, you know, Eddie's like, how did you get the ring? And we get this cool little story of how uh, it exchanged hands for until 18... 18- 88 where he won it from jack the ripper in a poker game and he had no idea it was cursed until he tried to sell it in transylvania yeah nobody wanted it <laughs> so grandpa being uh, friends with jack the ripper by the way is a bad thing so greer for grandpa is now an asshole again <laughs> from yeah. the last episode <laughs> uh lily is struggling to make the oatmeal mm-hmm. as the ring pulses with light again it hardens into cement like like cement yeah and herman's like that's defective oatmeal it doesn't matter what it is it's garbage now tries to throw it away grabs the pot and it breaks it in half yeah herman's like ah those are just cheap they'll make them like they used to and grandpa's like please for the love of god take the ring off no she will not right (laughs) turning to her then he tells her to go do something else (laughs) Yeah, it's like get the muffins out of the oven or something like that. The poppers, which, the popping, the popping muffins or whatever they're called. Yeah, they call them that. It, which uh, apparently their name is pretty literal. Yeah. Because yeah. after she puts them down on the table, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, these these things they're like um, they're just like bread muffin things. I'm not sure exactly what they're supposed to be, uh, but they just start popping off like. Little critters basically just popping out everywhere, shooting yeah. off uh, off the table, and you hear the noise more times than there are definitely things mm. in there. So I'm not sure if they're still popping like when they're off of the tray, or if it was just supposed to be while they were on the tray they were popping. Wasn't sure about yeah. that one. Um, and then we get uh, eventually, you know, after a while. She pulls the ring off. Lily takes yeah, the ring while off they're while they're popping them and breaking windows and they just stop. And then she puts the ring back on and it starts up again. <laughs> and then she eventually takes it back off again. And they're like, yeah. see, they stopped when uh, every time she pulled the ring off, basically. Yeah, Herman's still not believing it. Yeah. So he says he's going to put it on someone who's muscular, courageous, and masculine. And Lily, like, grabs Eddie. It's like, no, not my little boy. And <laughs> she plays this. Oh, my goodness. Her reaction's like, no, not my baby boy. It's like, holy crap, the overacting in this episode, man. <laughs> yeah, Herman's like, I'm talking about me. Yeah. And then he puts it on. And the curse begins immediately. <laughs> the water tank falls off the wall, breaking the table. Yep. Uh, Grandpa tells him to get the ring off, but it's stuck. Herman trips and falls backwards into the cabinet and the dishes fall out. But hey, the kitchen phone is visible, which we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. 
uh, Herman's like really frustrated that he can't get this ring off now. <laughs> he's he's starting to believe in the curse. You can tell. Um, but the family has a solution. They're going to break the curse instead, since they can't take no, off no, no. the ring. No, 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 no. Bef- way before that. Oh, they corner off oh, a yes, small section of the room with rope with a sign saying stay back, back. Look. Not even All cornered he- off. They like in the center of the room. <laughs> <laughs> they make yeah. a little wrestling ring for him to sit in, basically. It, and the whole time Herman's like messing with it, trying to get it off. Yeah. And, and he's like, well, good night. Uh, should I kiss? Kiss dad? And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't get too close. No yeah. one is allowed near him until this is settled. And Herman's just in like a little rocking chair. That's mm. all he has. But so Eddie goes off and Lily's like, hey, do you want some candy? So she grabs a plate of candy with some tongs and she's about to hand it. She's, you know, she angles it so her body doesn't get anywhere near him. Yeah. It has the plate. As he reaches for some candy, the plate explodes. <laughs> He's he's very upset. Yanking at the ring. Well, thanks anyway. <laughs> Eventually, his chair breaks on. <laughs> oh yeah, Grandpa's Grandpa. Uh, it's like, have you tried washing your hands and getting up a good leather? I'm getting self conscious now. I had it most with my ring. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of my biggest fears. Uh, Herman's like, uh, Herman cuts him off by saying the ring didn't come off. The soap exploded. <laughs> Lily's back with a broom starts brushing the plates and grabs like well have you tried a sledgehammer Lily's like ring didn't come off sledgehammer melted I don't know why they didn't try and just cut his finger off or like undo the stitching and take his finger back off that's what I kept thinking that the solution was going to be but uh, Herman gets up and like walks his tiny tiny little square yeah and He's like extremely frustrated by this. And Grandpa's like, do you believe me now? And Herman's like, well, it could be a possibility. He puts his hand on uh, the chair he's sitting on and it just falls apart. So Lily returns to the room once again. It's like, well, can we just remove the curse if we can't get the ring off? Yeah. He's like, According to the Encyclopedia of Voodoo, the curse can only be removed by a Fergozi family member. Pretty sure there's none left, but let me make a call. Yeah, if it means this much to you, I'll make a call. <laughs> Herman's still holding a piece of his chair. The piece of the chair suddenly breaks apart in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grandpa's at the phone booth, and he loves dialing direct. So he talks to a uh. A, was it call connect center woman in Transylvania or Mm -hmm. werewolf junction junction? Yeah. Werewolf junction. She has an accent. (laughs) That's interesting. And I like that they actually address it later on, but Mm. he's like, he says that this is count Dracula. And the woman begins like, she fangirls out. (laughs) Can't Dracula, the original. I'm like, no, it's not. But grandpa's like, yes, like you liar. (laughs) He's like, Oh, oh, I've heard so many stories of my childhood. You once bit my grandma, Louise Schultz. I, I'm sorry. I just don't remember. 
And she's like, oh, it's no big deal. You know, I'm sure you've had a lot of victims. So I'm like, oh, that's, that's nice of her. Uh, it's like whenever you go meet a celebrity, it's like, hey, I met you once. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I can't remember. I'm sure you've met a lot of people. It's fine. Right. Um, so like, have, do you have any listings for for Gozi? No, I regret to inform you that all those descendants of the family are deceased. Yeah, I was afraid of that. Well, except for the one in Detroit, Michigan, the one who works with cars. Grabs like, oh, duh, Henry J. Fergozzi. I thought this was a joke on Henry Ford. Turns out, no, it's a joke on a different car company. Um, <laughs> before they hang up, Grandpa asks her where she got her interesting accent, because, again, she has like some weird accent that is definitely not Transylvanian. She goes, oh, I was educated in England. I'm like, I'm like I appreciate the fact that they went out of their way to address that. <laughs> Just to give you a, an idea of where the accent's from. Yeah, I still don't think that's an English accent. It sounds like New York to me. New Yorker. Yeah. But Grandpa rushes back in. We're going to Detroit to see the guy of Amalgamation Motors, which again, General Motors. Yep. So they get on a plane, which I'm like, oh, no. This is a terrible idea. Why do you think this is a good idea? That plane should crash. Why is it not? Why is it not crash? But it didn't. Uh, it turns out they got on three connecting flights too, and they all were safe. But uh, they're in Fergozi, Mr. Fergozzi's office. You know, the secretary is real confused by these people, but they're like, hey, you know, go ahead in and talk to him. And Herman destroys their table before he leaves. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, Henry has no idea of this family curse and he denies ever being from Transylvania entirely mm -hmm. oh yeah hey Herman show him the ring <laughs> <laughs> and the dude freaks out he's like no get out of here leave now <laughs> crap was like gotcha his <laughs> I need to hide my black magic in order to work in the industry. So you must keep this a secret. Yeah. And he goes <laughs> into this like little room behind his chair, his office desk and stuff. Yeah, well, Lily like begs, like, please, please remove the curse. And he's like, oh, okay, fine. Well, yeah, I'll be glad to do it. Oh, I'll be glad to get yeah. rid of this, you know, dark mark on the family. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this, this is actually pretty cool when he opens up the secret door because he's like he's just going by this art thing on the wall and he's like getting ready. He's like, oh, 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 oh. not just one, one part of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, like his whole persona changes from this point on and it yeah. becomes hilarious. He uh, he gets he puts on a robe and this pointed wizard hat. He's like. Ooh, and it's even got like a strap so it doesn't fall off his head. Yeah. And he kind of gets this like hunch to him too. <laughs> yeah. He's like, so he's, he's like crossing his, he's got more. like Dan Housen posturing. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. And they uh, go into his like little like uh, lab area where his cauldron is and everything. Yeah. And, and, uh, I like to come in here to put curses on rival cars to give them yeah. low gas mileage or so that they only play my commercials over the radio. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa's like, well, have you ever done that to a whole car? Yeah. He's like, only once. 
Have you ever heard of the Edsel? Which this is a f- interesting, interesting joke here because the Edsel was mm-hmm. a horrible, horrible idea by Ford that lost them over 250 million, which is r- over 2 billion in today's money. Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, yeah, it was a terrible, terrible mistake on that company's part. So it's hilarious that they included it in this joke. <laughs> So he begins looking through a Rolodex. Curse removal, curse removal, curse removal. <laughs> he, he finds it and he's throwing in a bunch of ingredients. He's like, a little bit of Mr. Clean. Like, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure they had that back in the 1600s. <laughs> Unless they're saying Mr. Clean is uh, made by a witch. Oh, dude, the Edsel was named after Henry Ford's son. Aww. Oh, that's even worse. Uh, so yeah he does this potion and then starts saying a magic spell and the ring explodes off Herman's hand with some cool little special effects we get like lightning bolt symbols and yeah grandpa tells him not to mock Transylvania magic again (laughs) Herman's like well can you whip me up a batch of chocolate chip cookies before we leave and the whole family's like uh. <laughs> it kind of looks like uh, Mr. Fragosi might do it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Is that what you want? <laughs> so then we cut back to the home with uh, Marilyn wearing the ring now that it's normal again. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm back with Roger. Uh, and everything is great. And then Eddie comes down from the attic again with a neat marble. It's the Nathanson Ruby. It makes the emerald look like a good luck charm. And Grandpa's like, I'm going to protect the family this time and just get rid of this thing immediately. He opens the door and goes to whip it outside as Herman comes home. Hi, right into his mouth and he swallows it. The rug flies out from under him. The chandelier falls on top of him. And Grandpa goes to phone or to call uh, Prince uh, Nathanson family member. Yep. <laughs> Here we go again. And that's the episode ends, but not before my wife gets out this statement. He's going to have to shit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why I don't just cut him open, but okay. Like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a rough one to go through his bowels, too, because it was a big, di- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> big ruby. Uh, was it me or was this episode just a lot faster paced? It, it was very fast paced. Like, yeah. stuff just happened like continuously. And there wasn't much like, uh, I want to say, uh, th- yeah, I'm going to say it. there wasn't much substance for sure compared no, to the but previous it was fun. one. But it was fun. Yeah, it was definitely fun. Um yeah, it was a it was a fun episode, man. I enjoyed it. I, I like that they're adding in new elements of oh, there's the curses in this world now, or mm-hmm. there's other families that dive into dark arts that mm-hmm. aren't necessarily just like the monsters or monster adjacent, you know, in the family. So it's cool. I, I liked it. And and knowing that there's all these cursed items in the monster's house is kind of worrisome. Like, what if some crooks stole that stuff? That'd be kind of fun, though. Yeah, like those old ladies who wanted the 
buy everything in the place. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what, what were your final thoughts on this specific episode though, man? Like I, I really, really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Just, uh, Again, the back and forth between Al and Herman. Yvonne gets a, a more time on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a bit more from uh, Marilyn. Marilyn. Uh, I did like yeah. the, the whole part about her like explaining everything that happened and stuff. You really get to see Pat Priest act right there, where usually it's just her smiling and saying a couple mm. lines here or there. So I'm glad that yeah. they they're you know. Uh, granted, this is halfway through. More than halfway through now, the second yeah, season. Yeah, we only got like twelve episodes left, or something. Yeah, so there's there's not much left of the season, but we're finally getting more and more, um, not necessarily like more from the characters, more world building too, which is really cool. And oh, uh, man. hopefully, it works out into the movies as well. The two movies that are based on this specific family. I just blew my mind. By the end of summer, we're going to be done. Well, towards the end of summer. I consider summer beginning yeah. before it actually officially does. Yeah. But like what, by the time schools start up again, we'll be finished with the original series. Yeah. That's <laughs> blowing my mind. That's the idea, my man. That way we can get to what we're going to do. For everybody that doesn't know, um, since I got we got a couple minutes here, we can discuss it. Uh after we are finished with this second season, um, we're actually going to start, quote unquote, the third season of the podcast itself is going to be all of the movies, all of the I little content and stuff like that. I that is confusing in terms of the show. Yeah, it's the it's it breaks it up on like iTunes and stuff like that for us, which is nice. Mm. I like it because it gives us a break. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll be end up doing like all the movies. We're going to start with the 66 movies and stuff like that. Mm. We're going to try and um, uh, get what's through. What's the first one? Here comes the monsters uh, in Technicolor. I think it's Monsters Revenge was the first one. There's that. The, no, that's the second one. Monsters Go yeah. Home. Is, Monster Go Home is the first one. And then Monsters that's right. Revenge. Here comes the monsters is the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll be doing those two films and then we'll dive into some other stuff that's based on the 60s uh, specific uh, franchise before we dive into all the other movies and stuff like that. And uh, by that time, too, I mean, you know, uh, depending on how we set up, Rob Zombie's movie might be out already by then. We can discuss that one, watch that and discuss it. So uh, we're still waiting for a release date and we're still waiting for... Um, knowledge as to where it's going to be. I think it's going to end up on a streaming service, though. I don't think it's going to theaters. That's the rumor, but yeah, we'll see. So we'll see where it goes. Um, and I do want to thank uh everyone that has been emailing us and uh, uh Chelsea before you Ford. close out the show, I do Come have on. trivia. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You got yeah. that. Well, <laughs> I still want to thank everybody for emailing us all the time. Yeah, yeah we appreciate all of the interaction we've been getting, you know, Facebook, Twitter, email, all of yeah, it. All um, of it. A couple of people on Instagram, you know, it's always great to hear feedback. Yeah. Good or bad. So so dive into the um trivia. Trivia. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the Fergosi Emerald slash curse is possibly named after Jim Fergosi, mm-hmm. who was an extremely popular baseball player at the time. So someone on the writing crew 
probably a fan. Yeah. Uh, so these last two, I had, I, I wrote them verbatim as I saw it. Well, I just copy and paste it. I didn't retype them, but I, they're so interesting. I can't break them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the character, uh, Henry J. Fergozzi is a play on Henry J. Kaiser, who developed the Henry J. An American automobile bite uh, built bite built by the Kaiser Frazier Corporation and named after its chairman in the early 1950s uh, to improve slow sales. In 52, Kaiser sold through Sears a rebranded Allstate, which was a uh, Henry J with some added options such as trunk lids. So they were extremely mm. cheap made cars, basically, which is this is a company I've never heard of. And I wonder, is the Allstate company a legacy of this brand? Because that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, and the last thing I have here is kind of more where the idea of a uh, cursed emerald might come from, which uh, there folk stories told by a 16th century French historian, uh, Brandt home. Mm. Uh, he was impressed by emeralds brought back to Europe from uh, the Americas by Spanish explorer Cortez. Uh, on one of the most notable emeralds, Cortez had a text engraved. Uh, Brantome considered the act of engraving such a beautiful and simple product of nature sacrilege and the cause for Cortez's loss of an extremely precious pearl and even blamed the death of King Charles the ninth of uh, on it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, cursed emeralds have been long, long time in, in mm-hmm. stories and fables and stuff. But, you know, it's kind of interesting to see where they develop. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. Yeah. So uh, we kind of we hope that this isn't too long of an episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Try to get through it a little bit quicker, because <laughs> as you said, there's not a whole lot of substance to the second one. But yeah. Yeah, these were two really good ones, and, and I, I look forward to next week's episodes a lot because the first one we're going to talk about finally, Zombo. Yeah, yep. And the second one Zombo? is uh, Crano de Monster. <laughs> I'm okay. probably pronouncing that wrong, but. It's going to be a fun one. I can't wait to finally meet this character that I learned from Rob Zombie's movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zombo. Um, awesome, man. So I look forward to both of those episodes. And and again, uh, I apologize to you, Tivis, and to the audience that I forgot all about trivia for that last episode because <laughs> I was just like in my own head for a second. Um, but yeah, I did want to throw out again. Thank you guys all for every interaction that you give us. Um, we love it. And uh, hopefully we can continue doing this with all of your guys' support and love and uh, everything. And uh, oh, we do plan on covering as much of the monsters as we possibly can. We're the movies, mm-hmm. like Mike said, uh, we want to go into monsters today. Yeah, uh, we're definitely going to check out many monsters or 
what the is it, whatever yeah. it was called. Yep. Yeah. And uh, even the comics, we're going to check those out eventually. So uh, yeah. we have no idea what order this stuff's going to go. We keep changing it behind the scenes all the time, but <laughs> there's going to be more from us after we finish this show. That's for sure. Definitely. And definitely stay, stay tuned for it. Um, it even if you just want to, you don't necessarily, because I know a lot of people don't necessarily like monster content, unfortunately, outside of the original show. Um, but if you just want to hear us talk about it, you know, see what we think based on it compared to this or, you know, comparing it to everything else uh, there is out there, Monsters Related, we would love your guys' input on our thoughts, of course, and your input on what you think based on, you know, say like the Mockingbird Lane uh, movie and stuff like that in consideration to the original series and stuff. Granted, I am. I know a lot of people out there don't like anything else outside of the original series, Fred and Al and Yvonne and uh, Butch. But um, we'll definitely do you guys some uh, justice and give you some good entertainment for sure, if, as long as you keep yeah. up with us. Uh, I, I don't know why we're doing I, this I, now, I though, because tough. we still have several episodes before we're done with the season. <laughs> I I know it's hard for people to see characters played by other people mm -hmm. but the thing we need to remember is they are characters and while these actors did bring them to life initially they are allowed to live beyond their actors uh, and continue stories in new and interesting ways uh it doesn't mean it's always going to click with you and that's perfectly fine that's acceptable you, you can't they not everything is going to be for everyone yeah but you at least should give things a chance, yeah. which is what we are definitely going to do with this movie coming and, up. And I do want to shout out for Chelsea because um, Tivis lightly discussed what one of the things that she brought up and stuff in an email about like the hillbilly thing and stuff like that. We actually mm. are planning on doing like a, just a conversation episode uh, coming up soon um, where we just talk about some of this stuff, but we want to get through the season one and season yeah, two before yeah, we'll we do any of that, do that stuff. after we finish the finale. Yeah, definitely. Um, include our uh, thoughts on the series as a whole and things. Yeah. And if you guys have any questions or topics or anything like that, that you want us to talk about, or again, yeah. you want to try and come on to the show and discuss the monsters with us or your love for them, or you want to show off some of your monsters like collection and stuff like that. Feel free to do so by just messaging us on like any of our socials on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and or email us at themonstercast at outlook.com. And all of our yeah. links are in the description, guys. So Jeff, definitely check those out. And if you have you know a video of your collection, um, you know, post it to our Facebook page. Uh, I know. Yeah. Uh, I'm blinking on the name and I'm so sorry. It goes to our community area on the page for sure. Yeah. Um, in which we can share. I don't know why we didn't share the other one. Mark Doyle. Uh, yeah. Um, Marky Munster is his YouTube account. Uh, go check it out. He's mm -hmm. got like at the time of that video, he was only missing what, like two items. I'm so I, I want to follow up with that so bad yeah yeah definitely we'll we're gonna do a lot of cool stuff for you guys and we appreciate like i said everybody out there just 
hitting this up and communicating with us. It really does mean a lot more than you think, especially for us, you know, just doing this for the fun of it. Um, any last words to this for today's episode, my man? You remember Googie? Googie? The kid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's your last word? <laughs> Do yeah. you remember Googie? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, guys, uh, we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father. Or you can be black 